0: Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins.
1: Thank you, Lisa, my darling, and welcome, my listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am joined in the studio today by my dear friend, Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And when I say an old friend, I I mean an old friend, because it was approximately 38 years ago that I walked into a church, having just been saved, and I was invited to join a Bible college and learn the Bible. And I was just a young man, so that would have made me about 25. And... um, Donald Partridge was standing up in front of the group teaching the Bible, and uh, that was my first glimpse of my friend Don teaching the Bible, and uh, we were doing the book of Matthew. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. And uh, Don and I have been on the radio a number of times, you guys might recognize, teaching about blended families and divorce, but today we just want to take a look at some scriptures in the Bible. And, uh Don and I are going to take a look at Matthew chapter 13, or at least one of the parables of Jesus in Matthew chapter 13. And Matthew is famous, chapter 13 is famous because it has seven of the parables of Jesus. Yes. And I, let me just list them for our listeners. There's the parable of the sower, the good seed, the mustard seed, the parable of the leaven, the parable of the treasure hid in a field, the parable of the merchant seeking goodly pearl. And finally, the parable of the net, which is what we're going to talk about today. So uh, it is in Matthew chapter 13. And uh, Don, are you there? Chapter 13, verse 47? Sure. Could you read that for us? Yes.
2: Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet cast into the sea and gathering fish of every kind. And when it was filled, they threw it up on the beach and they sat down and gathered the good fish into the containers but the bad they threw away. So will it be at the end of the age. The angels shall come forth and take out the wicked from among the righteous and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth.
1: All right, so there's a parable that Jesus told. And, you know, Jesus tells parables for a purpose, and that purpose is to educate us and to enlighten us and even to warn us.
2: I got to tell you something, it it is so exciting, all these parables, because he chiefly begins saying things like the kingdom of heaven is like. Mm -hmm. And you know, wouldn't we, just as people, don't we, A, have a curiosity, but also, too, isn't it necessary for us to know what the kingdom of heaven Mm -hmm. is like? Yes. And here he is, he who comes down from heaven, Mosley, and he says, I'm going to now tell you what it's like. Isn't that exciting?
1: That's wonderful. You know, he said in another place in the Bible, Jesus said, many righteous men and prophets desired to hear the things that you are hearing him and didn't get them.
2: And you, blessed are your blessed eyes and your, your he, yeah. ears
1: for they see and hear. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. And you know, in many homes, the Bible's sitting there on the shelf collecting dust and in it, are the truths of god
2: Uh, they're the richest and people would go i didn't know i didn't know how you know i thought it was some sort of weird uh, super spiritual strange but no this is just standard i uh, i mean i didn't know how it operated and worked and here's jesus saying this is 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 what this is how it works
1: so let's talk about this parable now i want you know this parable is about a net that's cast into the sea and it 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 struck me that there are three kind of fishing events that, it, that are described in the Bible. And the first is uh, when just people are fishing for fish. And, and so here's what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, uh, beginning at verse 18. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And then Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So the first thing, Don, that strikes me is the first kind of fishing goes on, goes on every day. Men get, take their boats, and they go fishing.
2: Yes, and Jesus saw that, and, and from that came an incredible truth, mostly.
1: Yes. Yes, the second. So the first is just people fishing for fish, and the second, Jesus takes that in his wisdom and says, now I'm going to make you fishers of men fishers of men. That is the great calling that you and I have and that every Christian has.
2: I think every Christian has this same calling and not any any stronger or any less than exactly those words. I will make you guys all fishers of men.
1: Right. So here we have three fishing expeditions described. Number one, people just fishing just for fish. Fishing. Number two, Jesus saying, I will make you fishers of men. Okay. So there's a fishing for the souls of men. Yes. And finally, the parable we read where at the end of the age, the there's going to be a net thrown out and it's going to be pulled up and there'll be a fishing and every person is going to be caught in that. You know, here's the difference between the net. There's a difference between the net that Peter and Andrew are using and this one in the parable, that, that phrase, dragnet, the Greek word is that's the only place in the Bible it occurs, is the dragnet, and a dragnet is a net that's got floats on top, mm-hmm. it's got weights on the bottom, and mm-hmm. it's a devastating net, because you can throw that into a body of water and it will catch every Everything. living fish. Nothing will escape a dragnet. Mm-hmm. It will absolutely decimate a lake, a stream, and so what Jesus is saying here is, at the end of the world, There's going to be an event that's going to catch every living soul.
2: Every living soul. So the first one is just regular fishing, which we see that. The second one you're saying is a spiritual expedition of fishers for men that's occurring today. Yes. And then there's going to be a final event, a final fishing expedition. And that is God is going to pour out and he's going to gather all human beings, all life. And he's going to then uh, do what he does there. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And, and you know, the thing about it is, it, this parable of the net, which we've read, how the dragnets cast in and it gathers of every kind, you know, this explains why we swim with godly people and ungodly people. In the world, they're evil and good. Yes. It's not like we're over here and they're over there. We are with them we're swimming them and sometimes people get a little perturbed why the evil prosper. Yes. And this parable tells you do not worry about that. Yes. Because at the, there is a day coming when every person will give an account. With this and the the parable uses a dragnet. Every person swimming together. I mean there are people in our lives right now, Don, who don't love Jesus. Yes. In our families. Yes. And yet sometimes they say they will. Sometimes they say, well, I'm a Christian, but yet they're sleeping with their boyfriend and girlfriend and they're doing all this stuff and they don't put Jesus first. That day is coming with that net. There's going to be no escaping that net.
2: It it appears that, as he's saying, he explains the same parable. In verse 49, he will say, Mm -hmm. so it shall be at the end of the age, the angels will come forth and take out the wicked from among the righteous. And you know, so he's defining the net, the net. Is the angels. That's right. They will come and they will sweep through and take all living souls, all human beings, and then they are gonna make some determinations.
1: Yes, and so the, the couple of things we see, the first as we just talked about is the the evil live with the good and swim yes. with the good. And secondly, it's the angels job to say you're good and you're evil. Yes.
2: It's not our job. It's not any human being will be making judgment. It will be a heavenly judgment.
1: A heavenly judgment. Yes. And so this. So the second thing we learn from this parable is it's not up to us to uh, judge people and to condemn people um, to hell because only the angels are given that job at the end of the world.
2: Yeah, I think that the whole point of the second Parable, or the the second way to fish, is to be fishers of men. Is we're not out there fishing for men to judge them. Right. We're we're fishing for men to transform them in the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. And to convert them from bad to good, so that at the end of the age, when the angels do the final. Uh, fishing expedition and dragnet. Everybody,
1: they can be counted as the good, right? And the important thing. So you have to wonder why did Jesus tell us this parable?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it has to be so that you know, if you know these things, you'll do something about it.
2: Boy, I got to tell you something. I can't. I can't agree with you more. In John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit and he makes two points about the Holy Spirit. He says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Right. He will take of mine and show it unto you. Mm -hmm. And the second thing in there is he says, and he, the Holy Spirit, will speak of things to come. There are two huge things we need from God right now, Mosley. We need from God wisdom of this age, how to make life work in Christianity today, right. how, to, how to carry the, whole, the, the oil of the joy of salvation and how that works in our life. OK, we need to know how that works. But we also need to know what's going on in the future.
1: Yeah because only if you know the future can you live according to the what you know.
2: That is the I think to me that's the definition of maturity. Maturity is making life choices today understanding the consequences in the future. And here God is talking about future consequence. Yeah. And if we carry that with us, I mean when when I say here, I'm talking about in the parable of the net in Matthew chapter 13. He's talking about future consequence. Moses, shouldn't that impact you and our my life every
1: day? Yes. You know when we have we have family over, we have friends over and I of all the family, I'm like grieved. Over some of my in-laws, because I know that if the dragnet—and there's no telling when the dragnet's coming. That's right. But it's coming. It's coming. If the dragnet comes today, those people will be gathered and thrown away as bad. They will be
2: considered as bad. How utterly terrifying. It is terrifying. And here we are, you and I, are rubbing elbows with individuals every day, and we're seeing on the TV every day people purporting things that are bad, that the angels will not tolerate.
1: Right. Yeah, and God in his mercy is tolerating it right now. He, you know, God, is, God is in his long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, is, is waiting Till the day he's he stops waiting.
2: He's he's reaching out with us, saying you can in so many words, you can become a good fish. Yes, <laughs> you exactly. Can beca- you exactly. can become good. You can be selected for the righteous, and well, the, you can and you can live in that congregation of the righteous.
1: Well, that's as you pointed out, Don. It's you know what does it mean to become fishers of men? It means to help uh, people turn from evil to good, to to turn. What is uh, in the parable? It would be a bad fish or an evil fish, into a valuable fish, a, a fish that would be saved yes. on that day. And of course, people say, "Well, I'm not. I don't know how to do that." And but here's here. I just want to share. Let me share with them four, uh, three things Jesus said about becoming fishers of men. In Matthew 4:19, he said, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." Follow me. Okay. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So there's two things going on here. What is our job? Yes. Just follow me. It's You know what? Um, when Jesus said,
2: learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you'll find rest to my soul, rest to your soul. Right. He says, my yoke is because. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Right. Look, the, the assignments of Jesus Christ are very simple to respond to his love, mostly. Yeah, right. And to to walk according to his care.
1: Yeah. And so if someone's thinking, I don't know how to be a fisher of men, you're not being asked by God to go out by yourself on your own and be a fisher of men or, or to help save people and bring them to a knowledge of Christ, a saving knowledge of Christ. Jesus just says this, just follow me. Follow me. And I will make you.
2: It was a comforting thing when I first learned that because I, in accepting Jesus Christ, I came out of life of... Well, I can say I was a bad fish, okay? I, I was <laughs> we all I, I was Weren't damaged, damaged through bad parenting, and my mom and dad divorced, and I was I, I was just a lost a lost sheep in the 1960s. And when I read this, and Jesus is saying, you know, you can just get into my machinery, get into my systems, just get into my life. All you need to do is come and I will do the job. I will make you. I will mold you. I will yeah. work with you. He that hath begun a good work in you will perform it. He will begin a good work. He will oversee his work. What a comfort, Lord, yeah. uh, Mosley.
1: Yes. And so the second scripture that is similar is Mark one seventeen, where Jesus says, come after me and I will make you to become fishers of men. Yes. Come after me come after me i mean he's not asking you to do something that you can't do yes he's asking you to do something that's you can do
2: if if we would just everybody right now if if they would just if they could bow their head right and close their eyes now if you're right. driving your car just follow <laughs> follow along and just say jesus i come yes and i'm asking you to make me pleasing to your life. Yeah. What a wonderful life we would have yeah. and those around us.
1: Right. And you know, everything that Jesus asks you to do in the Bible, if you pray to do it, that's the prayer he loves to say yes to. Yes. I mean, if Jesus said, Follow me, so if you pray, Lord, cause me to follow you, that's a prayer that Jesus loves to say yes to. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be more, back with more in a moment.
0: I HOPE YOU ARE ENJOYING OUR TEACHING ON REAL CHRISTIANITY. IF YOU HAVE QUESTIONS CONCERNING TODAY'S TOPIC, OR YOU WOULD LIKE TO RECEIVE A FREE COPY OF TODAY'S MESSAGE ON CD, JUST CALL US AT 916-444-4444. THAT'S 916, ALL FOURS. OR YOU CAN VISIT OUR WEBSITE AT WWW.MYREALCHRISTIANITY.COM That's myrealchristianity.com. On the website, you will find a list of all our past programs. You can choose whatever is helpful to you. Programs like How to Lead Someone to Christ, How to Start Your Day with God, The Lord's Prayer, Faith, and Seven Things God Loves to Hear You Say. Now let's get back to today's teaching.
1: Thank you, Lisa. You know, Don, we're talking about the parable of the net, which is found in Matthew chapter thirteen. And I'm, I'm reminded of something in Proverbs. And Proverbs 1, 17 says, "Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird." Yes. You know, if you know this, my people, my listeners, you may be a you may be a strong Christian. You may be a lukewarm Christian. You may be on the bus. You may not be on the bus you may still you may follow Jesus with all your heart or you may be still bargaining with God whether you're gonna come to him listen surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird in other words if you know there is a day coming and there is a day coming when there's gonna be the kingdom of heaven will be like a net that's cast into the sea and draws up every person and the angels are gonna separate the good from the bad do you think on that day a person can talk his way out of what the judgment of God.
2: What shall a man give in exchange for his soul?
1: Exactly. On that day it won't matter how much is in your bank account. Yeah. It won't matter whether you had the fanciest house and car in town. On that day it won't matter whether you were the head of your company or the janitor there.
2: What matters is if you're considered a good fish, and a good fish is very simple, and that is to cast yourself into the hands of Jesus Christ. That's right. And to say, Lord, be my Lord. Yes. Forgive forgive me of my sins. Yes. Help me to be a person honoring you. Yes. It's very simple, mostly.
1: It is so simple. And so that is the message that we have for ourselves. And that's the message we want to share with those who don't yet have a saving knowledge of Jesus. And I'm going to turn my Bible to John chapter 1. And verse 12, one of my favorite verses, Um, in fact, beginning at verse 11, uh, it says, Jesus was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came unto his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Whoever receives Jesus, is, he, to the, if you receive Jesus, he, Jesus, will give you the power and the right to become a child of God. And then he will begin to make you a fisher of men, a person who can win others for Christ. And this is the unspeakable honor to be actually asked by God. To be a part of the plan of salvation in the lives of others.
2: It's so interesting that Jesus, being the light of the world, came into his own and his own did not receive him, as right. it says in verse 11. But but up 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 in verse nine, it says the true light coming into the world enlightens every man. It it, it sounds strange to say to come to jesus and to be part of jesus's life but once you are part of his life you become part of a whole new thinking mosley yes you, it, it 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 you become enlightened and suddenly you go oh my gosh um i see Jesus and I see the things of the kingdom and I'm no longer looking at the things of this world. Right. I become renewed in my mind. Right. I become changed. I become a different person. That is the definition of the good fish. You become well, like the Bible says, you become born again. Yes. But it it but in initially it sounds not right to do strange to accept Jesus into your life but if we do we become enlightened we We become
1: new we do we become and you know there's joy in walking with Jesus it's an honor to walk with Jesus and you have to walk where he's going you can't say well I'll catch you later you gotta follow him but it's a huge honor to walk with Jesus Huge.
2: It's a huge honor to walk with Jesus, and it's a huge honor to become fishers of men and influence your neighbors and your friends, particularly your family, into the light of the world.
1: Someday there's gonna be a marriage supper of the Lamb. Wouldn't you like to be there and look across the table and see people at the marriage supper of the Lamb, saved for eternity, washed from their sins, and and destined to spend eternity with God, and you see them there, and you know they're there, for one reason because you took the time to share with them Jesus that's so huge that's so huge what a joy well Don and I pray that what you've heard here today will help you live a life of real Christianity
0: I hope you enjoyed today's edition of real Christianity this program is sponsored by the personal injury law offices of attorney Mosley Collins if you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help Now here's a final word from Moseley
1: Thank you Lisa I don't want to end today's program without asking you my listener a very important question Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ I'm not asking you if you go to church I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian I'm asking you do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office, and I will take the time to pray with you, and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me, and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life.
0: Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you, and that you will live in the love of Jesus.